and this is a new segment that um, I'm going to be recording with our friend Eric, who will introduce you, and this is going to become Welcome to the Warrior Lodge. Uh, so, Eric, uh, who are you, and what does your daddy do? <laughs> so my name is Eric. I'm a war gamer. I've uh, been doing a lot of a lot of Warhammer essentially for probably 15 years or so at this point. 15 years, so that would if not longer. 2003, 2002. Uh, probably even earlier. Uh, around early third edition. Okay. Like pretty early into third. I don't so, know. That wait, must have been. Do you remember Eye of Terror? Yeah. Okay, so that's 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 like 2000s. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. You've been playing little both same as me. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Off and on, you know, yeah. like most do, right? But yeah, yeah. Uh, started around then, anyway. Cool. Uh, so why did you start gaming originally? Um. So, rather interesting. Unlike most people who, I guess, kind of maybe fumbled into it or you know saw a game store through a window, kind of thing. Uh, for me, my stepdad and his best friend, uh, Jim Wilson, who's kind of known locally around the community. Um. They were playing it since, like, probably Rogue Trader, I think. Oh, wow. So when, you know, I, my mom and him moved in, when they got married and all that kind of stuff, right, um, he already had tons of crap. Like, many armies, Eldar, you know, Guard, Marines, all that kind of stuff. But both of them did. So they'd always been gaming, and I'd always seen it. I was pretty young at the time, so I was like, I didn't know anything about it. It was just these cool little models that I would occasionally break out of their boxes when he was at work and set up on a table because it looked cool and then try to put it all away again before he got home kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so it was always kind of around, which was pretty cool. It was nice to be able to see all that stuff pretty early on. And it wasn't until like grade five or six when I, I think finally started to get, I you know, kept bugging him saying I wanted my own models because I wanted to paint some stuff until he finally relented and then <laughs> bought me some, my first little chaos three pack space Marine starter pack. What about you? Chaos. Uh, yeah, Chaos was the choice that I ended up going with eventually. I think it was probably one of the only things that nobody else was, they weren't playing, so mm. kind of worked it to balance stuff out, which, yeah. and I, I mean, how can you not like Chaos when you're yeah, a yeah. small child and you see all these skulls and, you <laughs> yeah. know, points and stuff, right? Can't be much cooler. No. Um, so yeah, like, that was, Chaos was my first, my first little intro, uh, just, like, more specifically, World Leaders were the your, thing. Your I had, first love? I think, I think first World love. Leaders is a lot of people's first love. Yeah, it was man. Those Corn Berserker models, you know, they were they, they were pretty. Make, I can't believe they still run those ones. I know they're they're dated now, but they were shit hot back then, man. Mm -hmm. they, were, they were pretty nice when you looked at all those older, you know, monopose metal models. <laughs> oh yeah, the the Which, the guy's got his pistol by his side and his arm above his head. Yeah. I mean, I love those models now, which is kind of weird. Like, as I've gotten older, I really like the old stuff, all the old hammer. It's because it's Emberberries, man. It's nostalgia. Yeah, but when I, when I was younger, I was just like, oh, man, this stuff sucks. I want some new, I want these new plastic kits. You know, this this cool new Abaddon mm -hmm. that just came out. You know, it's all metal. Mm -mm. Um, it's weird how that's changed a bit. But, yeah, so, like, I got I got really heavy into Chaos. I think I had, like, 80-plus Berserkers and, like, tons of just... Oh, I, I played hard. it hard. It was full corn all the time, run at you, and that's all I ever did. It went a lot, but I I had fun. It was it was really cool, and I remember like I you know stole away that third edition codex at school. I showed all my friends like, hey guys, look at this thing. We got to get into this, you know. And I'm, like convince my buddies, start armies. Um, I had like three or four of them going actually. Like you know started buying stuff, and 
one of them today is still one of my best buddies, Jesse, who I still play with, which is cool. That is really I've cool. Trying to get into 30k, and he's been slowly building Raven Guard forever. Slowly. Oh, painfully slow. Like, what does he need? What is what, so? You're meaning he needs to. You need to introduce him to us, and then he'll be like, okay. That. Yeah, that and get stuff done. Mm-hmm. But he's got he's got a good little he's got a good force going. He's got some pretty beautiful um, uh, those jump troops that they have. I forgot the name of them. The uh, uh, the fancy jetpacks. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Raven's, or Raven's Talons. Or, the more yeah. that are the essentially the veterans. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. The cool yeah. cool uh, assault troops. Mm-hmm. Like he's got he's got some nice stuff. He's got Korax, and so he's got. A lot of the basic, you know, some tacticals, rhinos, yeah. dreadnoughts, but um, he's got a good little, you know, good set going. He could probably play some Zomortalis, which I was saying to him today. I was like, hey, you know, let's get that stuff together. Maybe we can get a game with some of the other dudes. You know, oh, yeah, totally. Best way to best way to sneak it in there, you know. Best way to get someone gaming is by having them game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It helps. Um, but yeah, so played off and on through the years uh again it was mostly chaos you know play tau when they first dropped back in i think it was third edition um Nurgle, i started doing them as well loved those guys back in the day too uh i think i fell out around fourth edition and then probably like late third into fourth i don't think i played fourth at all frankly uh yeah. i got back into it fifth edition and i don't think i've stopped since then okay. i haven't like haven't been super like i don't play a ton but I've just constantly been doing something since 5th edition. Oh, you need to play more. I really do. I'm pretty bad you at it. You need to start winning more by playing more. I do suck, too. That's the other thing. So. I, I, just, I just won today with my armors. Hey. Actually, I've been running a lot in 40k lately with Death Guard. But uh, 30k, I am tisk. pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Maybe I'm not the best guy to have on talking about Iron Warriors, but no, I have but fun you, playing. Yeah, so it's what matters. It's it's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, off like off and on, you know, playing. Uh, and I used to play Necromunda, Epic. Uh, oh, Epic! I want to do it so bad. Epic Orcs, I think that's what I was playing. Which oh, nice. Great fun. Nice. Uh, Necr- Necromunda was probably I think the funnest I've the most fun I've ever had gaming. I think has always been Necromunda. Mm-hmm. Definitely tons of fun with that. Um. Never, never got into fantasy. Uh, never interested me. Although AOS, I do find pretty cool. AOS is pretty much eighth edition with swords it and shields. Is, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, like, so I've always been a pretty, I guess, like narrative player. Like my, again, my stepdad and his best friend are the guys I pretty much wrote, you know grew up playing with them. Um, and they were they've always been that fluffy narrative style guys. I mean, the pretty old grognard style dudes. Oh that, yeah. I have a very hard time with rule changes and <laughs> addition change, and sometimes it can be painful. But you know, you know, whatever. They they've been playing long enough. I don't care. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah. It is. It is. But um, that's that's why they've always played, and I think that's probably where I got it from. Like I've never been a tournament player. I've never been a competitive player. You're more I, beer and pretzels. Beer and pretzels all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. For sure. And that's never changed, and it's still the same. Mm-hmm. So. It's I, I I like today was the first day I've ever played a 40k tournament and it was something. It was different. Is it different than our 30k tournaments? God, man, it is the night. It's night and day. Like, there's some good people, right? But the army, the the, the theme is play to win. You know, mm. it's not I, me and my partner. We, it was doubles doubles tournament that we yeah. did today. Uh, Seven fifty points each. So like, not, not a lot of stuff. But me and my partner were the only two there that had fully painted fully finished armies i think 
maybe three or four other people had like you know close to that mm-hmm. like close to finish not quite and it was 24 people that were there that's a good number uh, it, yeah, it was good it was packed at everything games up in langford mm. um i guess yeah. that's with 24 people that's only like six tables yeah doubles. yeah but uh, yeah 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 it doubles right so it was two on two mm-hmm. um but yeah a good number of people i mean it was it was still fun but the the style between the way people play and the way the way the games go between 30k and 40k like the community mm-hmm. it's it's night and day it's, it's it's so different and i'm like anytime if i ever had the choice between an event where it's like hey i can go play in the 40k tournament or i can play the 30k narrative event it's gonna be 30k there's no oh, yeah. no no doubt about it that's uh, perfect it's just <laughs> it's fun it's yeah far more enjoyable i think mm-hmm. as a, an experience so my on that tangent of you talking about playing 40k how did you start 30k so 30k started so i started i never really got into the, any of the novels or anything with uh, gw until i was like quite a bit later in my uh my hobby and career as it were mm-hmm. um and when i finally was like you know like so i want to read a like a 40k book or something uh i think i was at like one of the local bookstores here bowling book and just looking at the pretty big selection, frankly, for yeah. Warhammer that they have. Black Library uh, definitely puts the production out to get the books wherever you need them. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it's quite impressive. I think there's more at the other at the other bookstores than there are at our local GW, which is kind of funny. Um, but uh, yeah, so I remember, I remember just kind of standing there, not having a clue, not knowing where to dive in because there are, there's a lot of choices, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is around the time I think when Prospero Burns came out was probably when I was starting to get into it. So I, I, I realized what the start of the series was, you know, horse, horse rising. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I decided, I mean, I look, you know, you look like the cover and you're like, that is a sick cover. Like you've got all these badass legionaries assaulting this like big castle. Mm-hmm. Some dude with this like brown skull cap. I mean, it was sick. And I think that alone probably sold me on like, Oh, I'll pick this up. This is cool. I, I always had a vague understanding of, 30k you know mm. uh, the, her- the horse heresy because there's always been little tidbits in the various codexes and uh rule books right not a lot but the basics yeah They're like yeah this looks cool there's like eight books this will last me for a little while um but yeah pretty quickly tore through those and very i think around book three i had started to develop a pretty big hard on for the emperor's children actually oh that's not well they they they're just so pretty yeah, right? Like, I, I hate them. As soon as they fall, I'm just like, ah, oh, man, guys, you were so cool. What happened? <laughs> so, like, I love Crusade era Emperor's Children. Like, they were oh, yeah. they were really cool. So I just, so I, I got really into it. And this is way before uh, Forge really got involved, right? Like, this is, this is back when 30K was underground, and it was still pretty, yeah. it was whispered about, you know? There's a few little, like, uh, forums online, right? Um. And I was like, oh, man, I have to do a 30K army. Like, has to happen. Mm-hmm. So back then, the only thing people could do, right, you'd have to buy, like, you'd have to go through your bits box, and you were trying to, you know, you'd try to do it if you wanted to do it historical, per se, which most, most people that were into it wanted to. So you'd have to try to find the those few Mark IV legs you could get out of a tactical squad and a couple oh, helmets. Oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, like, I was like, I, you know, and I, I built up a small little force. Like, I had, you know, 20 tactical marines of emperor's children uh some rhinos using like the forge ruled imperial eagle doors which looked close enough kind of thing yeah, yeah. um i started getting those it was like when the first kind of third party bits were coming out i like rush on stuff of those like kind of shoulder kind of shoulder pads oh yeah yeah. 
to make the turtles you know, look a little bit more chunky. Yeah, slightly, slightly more heresy looking. You know, mm. like your only option was that, or if you were a wizard with plastic card, there's some, you know, some pretty cool stuff out there. But I am not, so that was my option. So like I, you know, hobbled together this force, and it looked pretty cool as far as I was concerned at the time. Looking back at them now, they they look pretty rough, but uh, it was pretty good at the time. So built them up, you know, got got like one of the first early third party Primarchs for Fulgrim. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, and I think around the time I was like, I had gotten a good full force going. Suddenly, Forge World dropped this email showing nothing but a teaser of a Mark III helmet. And I oh. just remember everyone in the 30k like little community just losing their shit, mm-hmm. and one cult mode just like holy crap, doing 30k. I think they actually did Badab stuff first, if I remember. They did. Yeah, the, it was, the, the Bidab, like, if you look at the Bidab War, um, a lot of the rules in there for their scenarios are in 30k. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Because Zone Mortalis, essentially, was boarding actions. Right, yeah. And that, that's basically how it started, right? It was like, they test, they brought out all the markets of armor, right? And of course, all the 30k guys were like, oh my god, this is, this is perfect, and everyone was buying that, right? So you could do your legions. Then again, this is still before we had any clue that Forge World would actually do what they've done. Mm-hmm. But so and as soon as those came out, it was just like, oh, well, now my army looks like crap. What do I do? And then somehow I got into Imperial Fists after that, which I guess might have been following the progress of the books, too. Right. I was constantly oh, yeah. reading them. So it probably, as usual, I read a book. and was like, oh, man, these guys are badass. I want to do these. <laughs> like everybody so, does. Yeah. Right. And then I saw then I started doing Imperial Fists. Uh, but again, I was kind of building them with a 40K rule set in mind because it was like well i'm not going to play 30k these are for 40k i'll just make them look like the 30k kind of thing yeah um so i got a pretty good force of that going and while they were coming out i think it's when forge world finally uh dropped their first couple books um but i still was like oh no one here plays 40 no one here plays 30k so what are the odds of actually ever getting to play it frankly i thought it was like oh it'll never take off here it's too it's too uh too expensive right it's forge world too niche people yeah super niche so i i didn't have any hopes of ever actually playing the game but <laughs> at the very least i was like well i got the models and i can build a cool legion force and play in 40k you know good enough right um and then that eventually led into iron wars which we'll I guess we'll come back to that uh how they started because they're a whole other little story on those dudes <laughs> um but yeah so that's i guess how i got into 30k and eventually into uh the community here awesome um so like obviously you're talking about you made that like the i guess the 40k 30k imperial fists um did you buy a bunch of stuff from the forge world or you did you just like bits meal like you did the empress children they were i think the very first thing i did for them i stole my because i i think the last thing i did for uh empress children was a squad of mark three armor Mm-hmm. And I was like, I bought that. That was my first ever like Forge World kind of heresy purchase. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to do these guys as veterans for my Emperor's Children. And then not long after that, I was like, oh, I'm going to do Imperial Fist. So first thing <laughs> I did was take those, spray paint them black, <laughs> and then yeah. start painting them yellow. Um, and the rest of the army, I bought like the Forge World, um, like Mark IVs, Mark IIIs, uh, yeah. and Mark Vs. And stuff. my idea was like a Siege of Terra. Imperial Fist. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so I wanted them to be like, yeah, like you know, we're we're scrapping armor at this point. We're grabbing what we can find. We're patching ourselves together. Um, mm. So I use kind of I, I basically just bought like you know ten, 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 mixed up all the bits, all the bits, and then started building. 
Yeah. And then uh, I used a bunch of the Black Templar 40k upgrade sprues. Oh, that's a good idea. Because, you know, they're, they, I mean, that's where they come from, right? They come from the fists. So, mm-hmm. you know, you throw some tabards in there, some uh, some of the so the Maltese Cross, I believe, is the name yeah. of that. The kind of the Iron Cross, Maltese Cross. I, you know, throw those in there, shoulder pads, decals, what have you. So that's how I built them. Uh, I think this was still before Terminators came out. The only Terminators they had at this time were the, uh, which are they? Not the Cataphracti, the um, uh, Tart- Tartaros. Yeah. Tartaros, however you want to pronounce that. Um, so I had, you know, I got those, and then I, I got like some Russian, like bodies, and made my own Cataphracti again before they ever brought out their own. Mm-hmm. That were, again, they look pretty hokey at this point, but <laughs> they looked they looked pretty cool back then. No, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're pretty cool. The chaplain I have is still pretty sweet because he's like, I have this like big two-handed like um, Crozius, and just like half of his body is covered in blood, like he's been smashing traitors in the face for days, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, at this point, the army is a bit dated looking, and I, you know, one of the things where I look back on it now, I'm like, ah, oh, it would be cool to add to them, but now I don't like how I painted them, and mm-hmm. like, now I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. I still have them; they're sitting in a box, but. I don't know what I will do with them. I, I want to go back one day, but it'll probably be a full repaint, I think. So uh, that's hard to do. Um, so that's kind of just like a little information about how you started in third game wargaming in general. Um, so here brings the question: Why am I having you on the show? Well, uh, give us your side of the story of how we met. <laughs> sure. So I guess I technically met AJ first, as opposed to you. Yeah. Um, Although, as I at the time, this was around when uh, when Prospero box dropped. Yes. And and when I say met him, I mean I mean very briefly I met him because I, d- I agreed to trade him my crappy Contemptor and something else for his like Terminators. So yeah. by meeting him, I mean I went down to GW and I met this guy with a beard and we traded and he seemed kind of cool. And then <laughs> he that does was about look pretty it. cool. Yeah, I think he had his beanie. He had his beanie. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was that was how I met AJ, and then I didn't see him again for a long time. And I don't think I even realized it was the same guy when I met him far down the road. But um, eventually, you know, the 30 community here had been growing. I guess un- unknown to me that is um, mm-hmm. until eventually I I probably some I think it was Ashton probably that made that 30k group. Um, the one in the then, chat group. No, there's an actual Facebook group for like Victoria Heresy or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I it probably got posted in our Victoria Wargaming like the local kind of mm-hmm. gaming group here that I think most people on the island are a part of. It must yeah. have got posted, I guess, at some point. So I found my way into there, and that's where some group games started getting together. And then, you know, that's where I first started playing some actual 30K, uh, like with Ashton and um, some other dudes. And then I guess at some point in there, AJ threw out, hey, we're doing this event. And like I said before, I've never done tournaments. Um, that was that Shadow never- War event, right? That was, yeah, the Shadow War event, it was October last year? Yep. Around there? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, the call went out for that, and I was just like, oh, my God, I gotta, I've never done that kind of something like this. I gotta meet some bros. Scared, I'm nervous, <laughs> I don't know anybody, I didn't know anybody there, I was terrified, but, uh, and at this point I had my Iron Warriors, uh, like, I had them, you know, an army fully painted, like, I had been working on them pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the event golf, I was like, oh, man, this is... 
I've been, this is the kind of thing I've been dreaming about for so long. You know, I've been listening, at this point, I've been pretty heavy into podcasting, like podcasts as well. So I've been constantly getting fed this barrage of 30K wargaming and how cool it was and all these cool narrative events people were doing. And I was like, holy crap, this is happening in Victoria. Can't believe it. Um, so yeah, I, I signed up, not really knowing much, not knowing what the hell I was going to do, barely have played any games, but I thought, what the hell? Um, and didn't know anybody else was going there either. So, yeah, I, I remember showing up. I don't even think, honestly, I don't even know if we actually even talked to each other on the uh, I talked to you first very, event. Briefly, very briefly, mainly because I talked to everybody. And yeah, you're pretty social. I, so. Yeah. I think I remember just seeing this big dude <laughs> with a big beard and a bow tie hanging out on the couch who was very loud and boisterous. And I was like, all right, it's very outgoing. <laughs> yeah. Seemed like a cool dude. Um, and I'm and a very... are pretty cool dudes. Yeah, as a the quite opposite to me, where I'm I'm usually quite shy and reserved, and I will not usually be all that outgoing. So I don't know. You I, got pretty loud with me in our last game. That's true, but that was event two, though. That's different. That's a whole different story. <laughs> this was the first one. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I probably didn't talk to you that much. Uh. I mean, obviously AJ was running it, so I mean that was where I got to know him a better. I actually played a game with him too, which mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like he were kicking his ass and he pulled out a win somehow. Probably because I forgot a lot of my rules. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I didn't really realize that until after. Again, as I said, I don't play a hell of a lot, right? So mm-hmm. I'm not all that. I'm pretty bad at remembering some stuff, especially with Perturabo. I think that was the big turner on that game was I, I barely used half of his stuff probably as I was smacking around his uh, various <laughs> mechanical forces. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, I was destroying him pretty good at the start. I had probably my greatest Venator kill ever with my Sakaran where it, like, turned one. It shot through a window hit his knight, and exploded it, which was <laughs> uh, beautiful. It was beautiful. But, um, yeah, so like it was, it was really cool to play the game with him. He was super, super fun to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, very relaxed, like, very chill, very relaxing, which was great. That's where I think all my other games are, too. It was a cool event, for sure. Uh, and then I didn't really, but, yeah, so that was kind of where I met him, I guess, more formally. As yeah, yeah. Um, and done some, played some games at his, at his house as well, with some group games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't play you or really talk to you much at all until our second game or second event. Yeah, uh, I think it was the first time I ever played you. Yeah, where we got to, we threw down on like game. I don't know. It was I don't know if it was day Four. one or day two. Day two. It was a blur, pretty much. Yeah. It up. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, day two. Yeah, where you rightfully kicked my ass, but we had a really <laughs> fun game. I had I had a lot of fun. Like, I, yeah. I don't care if I'm losing as long as the people I'm playing are enjoyable. Then. That me, makes a big difference. That. that does make a difference. Big difference. Yeah, it sucks to get your ass kicked when the person says like an asshole. That's just rubbing it in. <laughs> you suck, man. Yeah, no, that's yeah, fun. that's never fun, right? Uh, but like, yeah, so it was it was really fun. I had a good time. Cool. Definitely. So my story of how I met you is kind of funny. Um, so when I first met you, just just your attire and your demeanor. And when I was looking at your army, like your army's composition is pretty gross. <laughs> um, and I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be such a fucking dick. <laughs> I was like, he's just like a grungy, angry little metalhead. That's what that's what I thought. <laughs> I think I was pretty unkempt at that point too. You yeah. were pretty unkempt, and you were wearing like I think I shorts am. and like oh. a, I don't know what kind of shirt you were wearing, but it was oh. not a nice shirt. <laughs> I think it might have been a Star Wars hoodie. I don't. It, it might have been. Either way, first order. Like, you know, yeah, maybe. And I was just <laughs> looking. It was like, ah. Oh. 
And like I totally had this like disposition of you that I thought you were just going to be this like crunchy, angry man. <laughs> That's hilarious. That was not the the case. Like as I remember coming by your game, you're playing Jeremy. Yeah. And he was just beating you to a pulp. He beat me pretty good. And I was like ta- trying to talk to you, and you're just like. Bleh. <laughs> I was like, well, fine then. I'll go talk to somebody else. Oh man, that so was my... probably me trying to focus on like what what the hell are all these mechanics? I think that would have been the first time I'd ever played Mechanicum. Oh, and and Jer- I was probably just like, what the fuck am I looking at? What is this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> What's Jeremy's a cast? Mechanicum were like super crunchy too. Oh, he's yeah, he's a good player. Like he's he's got some pretty gross armies out there. Yeah. That you've yeah. seen. Yeah. yeah. So my first initial thought of you was like this like angry like crunchy guy who like didn't look like he was enjoying himself at all little <laughs> did i know is that you were shy and playing against jeremy who was just ruffle stomping <laughs> you he was very kind of with ruffle stomp <laughs> oh i'm like, sorry about this smash 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 yeah. oh you'll be fine it's okay smash 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 so but then Bloody. the second time i played is when i played you and like we yeah. talked online and like joked and stuff like that. Nothing serious. But then we were playing and I was uh doing the first place for the boys, whatnot, and the screaming master race. <laughs> Always gets attention. Yeah. Always gets attention. Yeah, it's it helps that I'm a brown guy. Yes, I, guy. I don't think I would roll the dice on yelling that out anywhere, <laughs> but I think you're a little safer. I'm a little safer, yeah. So then we had a lot of fun that game and uh it totally, like, completely changed my demeanor and thought on you. Oh, man. I was like, That's oh, good. he's not just this angry little dude. <laughs> I want to point out, he's not a small guy. He's not short or anything. I'm just calling him a little dude when he's being angry and grumpy. Because <laughs> that's, that's just how I think of a people. Uh, so, yeah, that was my initial how I met you was your being, yeah, being crunchy and angry. And that was not it at all. <laughs> yeah. That was that's, very... That's... That's funny. I like that. You like that? Yeah, it's a good story. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny to hear that and just be like, oh, man. No, I'm nice, man. I'm a nice I dude. I swear to God, I'm nice. <laughs> I'm really bad at this game. I guess, yeah. I guess like painting models. <laughs> I, you're nice, but uninviting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, funny. Okay. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, so now... Now that we know who you are and why you started 30K and how you know us and why you, I have you on the show in the first place, is Eric has an Iron Wars army, as he's already said. And he's brought me into the fold, which is Welcome to the Warrior Lodge. And if you've listened to episode three, um, Iron Handies and whatnot, I think it's Iron Handies. Is the that name of the episode? Pretty, yeah. Is I have an Iron Warriors now army now, and if you uh, so Eric, tell me a little bit about how you started your love for the Iron Warriors. Yeah, so uh, my Iron Warrior love started with I think it was Angel Exterminatus was mm-hmm. probably where it began. That was the I think that was the first book that really gave them a proper look and like a proper kind of focus yeah. in the heresy. Um, I mean, there's. I don't know if at that point their black books must have been out, but I never had any to read through and take a look at. Um, yeah. But up until that point, the Iron Warriors were just like I thought they were kind of a dull, boring. You know, the the Primarchs is this douche. I mean, not very exciting, right? Um, but that book definitely gave me a pretty big hard on for the Iron Warriors. You know, 
reading about Perturabo is like little custom Warhound Titan model that he then beats fucking into uh, what's his uh, Fulgrim's face. You know, You're like oh man, how can you not like this guy? This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Built models. He's got a little labyrinth. You got these cool rhinos that transform into little fortresses. I mean, mm-hmm. everything about it was cool. And the fact that they also like hated the corruption to chaos and totally were against that. I it was I that kind of stuck with me because I. Like I said, with the uh, Emperor's Children, right? I loved the Emperor's Children, but once I felt the chaos, I'm like, ah. You don't like it when it, no, Yeah, yeah. You don't, don't like, like all the all the sedation and, like, touchy-feely yeah. grossness. <laughs> so, well, yeah, does, all that, does, all that doesn't touch... Fulgrim have a poo sculpture? He had poo paintings. Poo paintings. There was definitely poo blood paintings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Whether or not he started sculpting, that's possible. Uh-oh. I don't... It wouldn't surprise me at this point. With them, you read anything, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're married. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that book, that, that planted the seed. And then not long after that, uh, and again, this is after I was already, you know, pretty deep in uh, Imperial Fist stuff. Um uh, at the time, I was in the military, and we went on a trip to uh, Europe to do kind of like a battlefield tour. Uh, so we went to like England and Belgium, France, all that kind of stuff. I did not know you were in the military. Yeah, I was for about five years. Uh, I just got out around uh, last November, almost a year. Um, but yeah, uh, we went. So we went there. Uh, went to Eng- so we were going to be in England for. It was three days. Uh, like we had like a big fancy, you know, meet meet the queen and other royalty and stuff, which was cool. Um, we'll go into that. That's fine. But the main main thing that stuck out to me when I looked at this itinerary was I have one free day in London to do whatever the hell I want for 24 hours. And my buddy, who I mentioned earlier, Jesse, was also he he's also in the military and he was also on that trip with me. And as soon as we saw that, we're like, okay, we got 24 hours. How far away is Nottingham? From London, it's like Can- three or four hours. It's not. It's like two hours by train. Yeah. It's not yeah. far. And it was like, oh god, dude, we can do. We can get to Warhammer World. We can do this. I was like, I mean, we could have done so many other things. And there's maybe you're, a lot of you're, in, you're in the fatherland. You have to. Yeah, there's so many things you we could have done. It was like, no, man, we are going to Warhammer World, and it's happening. Um, so within probably like a day or two of seeing that itinerary and realizing, you know, planning it out on the Google Maps, it was like. We bought our tickets for the train. We got it all planned out. Like, all right, as soon as, as, soon as we had that day, this is happening. So, yeah, we got over there. You know, we did our, you know, for the first things we had to do. And then we had that free day, you know, wake up at like 5 a.m. or something stupid, walk through the streets of London using Google Maps like idiots, trying mm-hmm. to find the train station, um, take the train up there to Nottingham. And I think we got there around, by the time GWHQ opened, I guess, uh, we kind of finally strolled up to the place, mm-hmm. um, which you know it's just like that's heaven, right? That's Mecca. That's yeah. That's Did you get a little place. a little boner when you got there? Oh yeah, and this is too just. But this is the the one downside is we got there when they were in the middle of their big reno, a big renovation that they did. Oh yeah. So we it was before they put all the Age of Sigmar crap over the front of their place, like the big statue of the Space Marine. They've now replaced that with the Sig- Sigmar guy, right? Yeah. And that kind of stuff. This is when they still have the cool Space Marine out front. Yeah. Uh, but the actual hall, like the uh, the exhibit and all that stuff, all, all of that was closed. It was for Renos. Uh. So that sucked. And it was like, oh, whatever. But whatever. We, it was Mecca. We got to go to Mecca. Yeah. And while we were there, I mean, you, you could still go to like the gaming hall um, where it has all the, all the tables. Oh, the, pretty... like, the crazy tables with like yeah, beautiful, beautiful tables. They still had a bunch of... 
uh, armies kind of laid out in display cases kind of all over the place too. And of course they had like the their store, which at yeah. that time now it's pretty like it's it's really pimped out right now. But at the yeah, time yeah. it was kind of like a, it was almost like a typical GW store you go to here, mm-hmm. uh, except for they had some Forge World behind the register and stuff. Um, anyway, so we we were there. We spent probably five hours just wandering around. I think it, it was it was pretty pretty sweet. Um, but while we were there, uh, this is again this is not too long after I read Angel Exterminatus, and I I still had this pretty big hard on for the Iron Warriors, and I was like this, and not long before that point, the uh, Contender Dread for them had come out. Oh yeah yeah. And I was kind of like I was like oh, I gotta buy stuff because we're here right so. Um, I just I, I could buy something from Forge World because you know why not? So, sure enough, I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'll just get the Iron Wars Contemptor and like five Marines, and that'd be fun to paint. You know, a little break from my Imperial Fist. Just do those. That's it. Just a small little. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I got those uh, from from the Fatherland itself, Motherland, Fatherland, which whichever. Um, and I think actually I think Jesse even got some of the probably his first Raven Guard stuff too. So. Cool. Um, yeah, so uh, that's that's where it began, which is pretty cool that it, it started, you know, there itself, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, got all my stuff home, and not didn't take too long to kind of jump into it because you know Iron Warriors are not the most difficult to paint per se, no. depending on how you choose to do it. Um, so that's kind of where it began. Uh, uh, pretty much, pretty pretty quick, I pushed my Imperial Fist to the side, and it was <laughs> nothing but Iron Warriors. Even up until this point, almost I don't think I've, I've never gone back to Imperial Fist to add anything else. It's just been just the train has been going for the Iron Warriors ever since. You did, you, I guess you did do your little break for your Death Guard. Uh, well, I've done um, other like 40k, like 30k wise. Oh yeah, yeah. It hasn't stopped essentially. Um, other than like a couple little side things that so jump into it later or something. But yeah, for Iron Warrior, the Iron Warriors has been the main drive and. You know, at this point now, I'm sitting at probably over 4,000 points, I think, if I threw it all into Battlescribe or something. Nice. Um, which is the most I've ever, in like, in all my years of hobbying, I've never gotten an army to this size. Or, like, this big. This really? Kind of, it's pretty so. easy in 30k, isn't it, though? Like, it really, it, yeah. It's really I mean, easy to get jacked on adding another unit. Yeah, for sure. Like, it, the, the hardest slug is getting through, you know, oh, I need to do 40 tacticals kind of thing. Like, that can be a, that can be a drain. If yeah. that's the way you go, and a lot of people do, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I, that, that's pretty much that's how it kicked off, really. And then, you know, after I got back, I think not after I got back, not uh, that was in the spring, and I think the November of that year is when uh, Kelf came out. Um, so that's when I, you know, it was like, oh man, it's it started raining, right? It was just like it was all lining up, and it's like, oh, so I can now I can add these to the Iron Warriors, and then you know, a year later, you got the. Uh, Prospero box. Although, actually, ironically, I don't think I've used anything from that box for them. But hey, oh that, really? Even though all the Mark III finally came out in plastic, right? But mm-hmm. at this point, I've got forty odd troops already in resin. So you don't need it's them. Like, ah, do I need? Yeah, do I really need more at this point? So they're still sitting mm-hmm. on the screw actually on my shelf. But one day you, you okay. just donate them to my cause. Uh, I could, or I could do another Legion or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know how this works. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So that, you know, that's that's uh, that's how I got into the Iron Warriors anyway. And the the love for it hasn't really died at all, frankly. I mean, they're they're a cool Legion, and the fluff for them keeps expanding and growing, right? So yeah. Um, 
I haven't really read any stories about them. I haven't liked the t- the whole Talarn series was really cool. That's mostly all Guy Haley, I think, that wrote yeah. all of that. Um, and that was cool. And again, you know, I got to see Perturabo be like, hey, fuck you, Chaos. I'm not, I'm not following for you guys. Mm-hmm. Again, yes. ah, yeah, perfect. That's Primark. <laughs> He's doing it. That's my boy. That's my boy. My boy, Purdy. Yeah. Um, so with Iron Warriors, in fact, you've got 4,000 points ready to go. And I think that's all painted too, isn't it? Yeah, I don't have a lot of unpainted Iron Warriors, which is kind of cool. Um, it's mostly all painted. I mean, the only stuff I don't have painted at this point really is like Dire and Havocs that I'm working on right now. Um, a few random characters here and there, like those random HQs that I've half built kind of thing and sprayed like gunmetal. Uh, but that's about it. Like one one quad border. And then that's, yeah, like all my vehicles are done that I have. Everything I have for them is pretty much done. Cool. Uh, although I do have stuff in the mail currently on the way, so dun, dun, dun. we'll change that. Um, so with the army being mostly painted, uh, what was your overall idea f- and how you uh, for like the paint scheme and how you painted them? Um, so Iron Warriors, again, are very forgiving. And they're probably one of the best starting armies, I think, for 30K because of how quick you can crank it out. So, I mean, it's gunmetal, right? So I was like, well, what's what's how what's the best way to do it? So I, you know, went out of the hobby, one of the different hobby shops here, BC Shavers, picked up some Tamiya gunmetal, and that is pretty much what I use to base every single model in this army, I think. Um, and then you know, a couple like a couple layers above that, a couple washes. But that's pretty much all I've done for the armor. Like it's it's pretty simple. And mm-hmm. then also, uh, which the GW like corrosion. Uh, Typhus Corrosion and Rise of Rust combo are, like, brilliant. I mean, they, oh, yeah. it works so well. And the um, the other, uh, I forget the name of it now, the teal-colored one. Uh, uh, the oxidization one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, and that, like, you know, th- those three have really been such a uh, kind of bread and butter for this army. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I, I did the army with the idea of them fighting on, I, they're kind of like a deserty Mars-style Kind of yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, the, yeah. The hard red contrast at the side yeah. of the the gunmetal exactly. yellows. Yeah, because like usually, like every army I do, I tr- I usually tend to do a different style of basing, mm-hmm. like something different that we haven't done ideally. And I've jumped around through the years between like you know sand and flock to getting really hard into resin bases from like secret weapon to now with GW's really awesome basing stuff. Going back, I just got the uh, sector imperialis with my warriors ones. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like that stuff too. I I have like friggin' a box of that sitting on sprue too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I chose the kind of Martian dust, which is a nice contrast, I think, to the mm-hmm. you know dull silver chevrons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I use the like the Forge World. I actually use the Forge World rust powder to make dust on all my, like for all my guys, which is what I use to kind of dust yeah, around their feet and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, which works really well. Uh, so and then. I mean, the hardest part of really with this army is just doing chevrons. Yeah, uh, and I've I've really avoided it on tough areas like shoulder pads, for example. I've never been able to freehand those and get them working. No, that's so, pretty hard. It looks I can never get it to right look, and it just it always looks hokey. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? It curves in a weird way, and I'm just like, eh, it feels wrong. But where I try to focus on getting it into things like on a chest piece, maybe like the Mark II's had that very segmented kind of chest piece or the mark three mm-hmm. flat so they can all sneak it in there um or like on half a face grill or yeah yeah uh 
an arm here and there kind of thing. It's very scattered. I don't use the chevrons too much, so it's not too overpowering. I try to keep them pretty simple and, you know, industrial, like, you know, how the Legion yeah, yeah. is, right? They, they're not very decorated. Um, and then for, like, the bigger stuff, like my, like, Vindicators for the shields or Medusas, you know, started getting some of that Tamiya masking tape to do it properly and kind of yeah, mask yeah. it out so it doesn't look like a bunch of squiggly lines. Which you know, mm. I've seen that in some people's armies, like around online, and it always it always kind of pains me slightly. Yeah, yeah, it looks like bubbly almost. Yeah, or like you, you can tell they just completely freehanded it, and they mm. they're like, yeah, good enough, and you're just mm -hmm. like, use, uh, use some tape. Straight yeah, yeah, it doesn't take much. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't take too much. It's it adds it adds so much. Um, but yeah, so like it's a pretty it's a pretty basic uh paint scheme. Like I I didn't with Iron Warriors, I find you can either do it pretty basic and have a pretty sick looking tabletop army with it or i mean you couldn't go you can go pretty deep with them like i've seen some pretty beautiful stuff with like all kinds of different washes and glazes you know purples and blues in the armor oh, that's um, a good idea i didn't even think about purples mm -hmm, yeah I've, I've seen that before it adds a nice kind of cool color to the uh to the metal mm. yeah uh, it calms it all down yeah I ch i've never been quite good enough of a painter to get into that kind of thing and more and also the time you know i it's nice to actually get stuff done. So I, playing with the fully painted army does feel pretty good. Yeah, it definitely does for sure. So, I mean, that's yeah, that's pretty much all there is to them. I mean, they're just they're very industrial looking metal. You know, a couple a couple different shades of metal, some bronze for all the trim and stuff. Uh, you know, chevrons here and there. The decals have helped. The decal sheets give you some pretty sweet little uh, little symbols and like little add-ons and stuff. Yeah, like old legion symbols and awards and stuff. You can kind of throw in there, maybe like a sergeant here and there, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then for their armor too, I've done a lot of, I've kind of mixed. I bought a lot of the Death Guard upgrade kits because oh, really? they they have a really cool look to their chest pieces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Iron Warriors ones are pretty crappy. They're pretty. I, I didn't get any for mine. I just got the helmets. I think they're the worst Legion upgrade kit there is. And I mm. swear that almost feels like it suits the Legion, how they're getting shafted by GW, just like the Emperor screwed them constantly. And they, <laughs> they just got to take it. And like It's like it's, I don't know, I almost feel like it's just too meta. It has to be on purpose. Because they just have, <laughs> they have one of the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm looking them up right now. The heads are kind of, the heads are cool. But I, like, but I really like the, chest, the heads. Oh, the chest piece is just trash. And even the headpiece, it doesn't really look good on Mark Three. And Mark Three, Mark Two is where Iron Warriors kind of shine, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's the I don't know. They've been looking pretty dope on my Mark Three. Uh, they don't look awful, but by any means, like they still look cool. But if you look at the Iron Hand heads, they oh, yeah. are perfect for, in mm. my opinion. So I get like I've, my guys are such a mix of like I, I still do have the Iron Warrior upgrades chest. I just don't have very many. Yeah, like, you know, I've got them. I've got the Death Guard torsos. I've got the Iron Hand heads scattered throughout. Um, various other like Forge character upgrade kits to so get some robot arms and stuff like that. Because again, they they look pretty cool with like cybernetic arms and legs if you can. Like not full on. Yeah, I got I got a um a, uh, some of the upgrade sprues for I think it's from the Iron Hands. Yeah, specifically with like the they, robot leg and arm and stuff. Yeah, they also have that. I've seen a lot of people use the Iron Hand. Um, uh, what do you call it? The just kind of their special tactical squad. I don't even think they're a special. Yeah. I think it's just like an Iron Hand tactical squad, where they have tons of like robotic y hard edge kind of parts. A lot of a lot of Iron Warrior players I've seen use those. I never did, but um, it's a cool look though for sure. And like all the cyber bits, because like the Iron Iron Warriors, 
they don't give a shit how their stuff looks. It's just like, oh, I lost my arm. Shit, just grab something on there that can hold a bolter, and we're good to go. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't care. So that kind of stuff looks. They share that with the iron, the iron hands in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, which so their kits work really well with these guys. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that's a kind of rambly way of how I've gone about kind of painting and building up my kind of my rank and file of troops. Um, nice. At this point, of which is, I probably got like, if you count the terminators as well, sixty plus infantry in this army. Like I, I can run a like an infantry list that just walks across the battlefield if I want to. <laughs> oh. But I'm also lazy and pushing models is kind of tiring sometimes. So with that, <laughs> that's a great segue into. Hey, so yeah. I was thinking about doing a second legion, and you helped seduce me into the iron ways. Um, essentially the inspiration I got for this episode in general, which is, uh, I was looking for a new Legion to do and it was traitorous and I had a bunch of extra mark three Marines. And then you came up with the idea of, Hey, why don't you do iron warriors? Yeah, man. I seem seem to recall you just messaging like, Hey, help. I've got all these ideas. What do you think I should do? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's what it sounded like. I mean, it wasn't quite like that, bro. <laughs> oh, I, I was probably super whiny about it. <laughs> so, um, tell me your side of the story about how easy it was to seduce me into playing Iron Warriors. <laughs> it took like five minutes. I mean, it was. <laughs> it wasn't a long conversation. I mean, you were just no. like, "Hey, I got all these like Mark Threes, and yeah, I don't, I don't want to do with them." It's like, oh, why don't you? There's no other Iron Warriors players. I mean, I, I think that was. Probably all I I really didn't have to do much to convince you. I think you were almost sold. You were just waiting for me to, waiting for someone to push you over the edge. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think the the main thing was it was like you had a lot of Mark Threes, right? I had my head had the extra quad launchers. Yeah, you, you had stuff that fit well for like a basic you know that uh, basic idea of a uh, Iron Warriors army, and the same the other thing I think that helped was like hey if you you can get this army up and running quick right like mm-hmm. if you want to go and do like i don't know some dark angels or one of the like, one of the legions that aren't really covered locally around here too much you're gonna have to spend a bunch more time painting and figuring it out and you know getting more kits and stuff but it's like you want to get this done quickly and get an army up and going iron warriors man they're quick uh, they're you know? super quick I, I need some buddies that i can play with so yeah Sick well, up, you know, so <laughs> Uh, well, with because like with that, um, I remember talking to you about them um, and like how to do on army. And one day we were both like, I kind of came up with the idea of like doing the antithesis of your army, where you've got like quad launchers, uh, medusas, and some more artillery. Yeah, it's pretty like when you picture iron warriors. I mean, that's pretty much what I've done. It's very stereotypical, you know siege army you know as many pie plates as i can possibly drop on your face on turn yeah. one and die it is pretty much you know how i built the army yeah and so i thought it would have been a cool idea and then i told you about it and you're like yes it was <laughs> building the army to be after his army breaks a hole in a in a uh, uh on a wall my army is what goes through it afterwards which is just lots of dudes, lots of dreadnoughts, lots of big robots. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it was... I, I remember, like, some of your ideas, he was just like, gee, like, I, shit, I haven't even thought of that. Like, fucking 
the the tech marine it was a tech marine with tech the servitors like with rocket launchers yeah rad missiles it's like yeah. i didn't even know that was the thing like, that's fucking genius yeah. i love yeah. it like it's just, it's so weird and it's cool and i think you're like hobby wise too that'll be some fun shit to work on which exactly, is yeah. super key right mm-hmm. and so yeah uh kind of worked in concerto to your army and um specifically choosing no units that you really own yeah pretty much i mean in the end i actually ended up jumping off your bandwagon i was like oh man iron circle yeah it's a good idea i think i'll just get those <laughs> so, <laughs> i've actually ended up copying you i don't even know if that was on purpose or but i, was like, I got yeah, some good ideas cool. but yeah so i ended up like iron circle more dreadnoughts uh i don't know if you have any tyrant seeds yet uh, maybe on the way as well which is <laughs> probably also inspired by you yeah because i'm gonna yeah. you're gonna have a bunch but yeah so and then with Jeremy starting his Imperial Fist, I so want to do a big game where it's just me and you. Oh, oh yeah, we have to. And I, I think there is there anybody else that plays Imperial Fist here? I, um, I, there's that one guy who's coming to the next event, but I don't know. He's a man. I think he's in Vancouver. There was yeah. one. We played a game at AJ's house once, and some dude showed up with Imperial Fist. I don't know what his name was though. You have to ask AJ. Maybe yeah. I don't know if he still plays, but. Point more being, if we get, if we get more Imperial Fist players because that would be perfect to do. Like a yeah. even like even a two on two would be perfect. A two on two like uh, like a six thousand point game. Oh uh, yeah, man. that yeah exactly. That would just That's be beautiful. Nice. That would be yeah. Well, so yeah, the way Jeremy paints, I mean, we could just be like, hey, paint six thousand points, and he'd get it done in a month anyway. <laughs> That's so, very true. I mean, that might maybe that'll work too. Either way, <laughs> guys, a machine. Yeah, so with now me starting my Iron Warriors and getting them going and playing more games, um, I can't wait to see how like they look together and if they play together well at all or whatever. But yeah. n- now that we're both in love with the <laughs> Iron Warriors, um, I want to ask you some questions about essentially some of the characters and stories and things, like your favorite things about the Iron Warriors, like... What's your actual opinion of the the big iron himself, Pertorabo? Yeah, so for Pertorabo, like I said, my early like introduction to him was like, eh, this guy's a douche. You know, the guy who showed up to his legion and was like, hey, you guys think you're good enough? You gotta fucking do some Russian roulette here. And one was it one in ten or one in six of you has to die by your brother's hand. It was hand. one person of a squad. Everyone else yeah. had to kill them. You had to, yeah, you had to be killed by your squad mates. And it's just like, mm-hmm. holy shit, this guy, he's an asshole. Um, but it's awesome. I don't know. It's, it's cool. But it's, he's an asshole. It's cool, though. But um, as the more as more books have come out and you get more backstory and you, you kind of you see that he's, he's not quite the douche, I think, that people tend to look at him as. And he's, he's obviously gotten the short, short end of the stick, as as the whole Legion um, yeah. you know, from the Emperor, right? But I, I really love how, again, how he, he didn't just be like, hey, Chaos sick let's just do that that seems like yeah. a good idea you know he his reasons for going traitor are feel much more real like real like real after like years of neglect and being screwed not too dissimilar to mortarian um mm-hmm. even you know uh yeah. a little bit different i mean mortarian also never went you know full chaos until near the end but um and even even then his newest model isn't even as chaosy as what you would think yeah, like he's not just this big fat ass, very unclean one. He's no. he's still very clearly Mortarian that has been yeah. touched by Nurgle, essentially, right? Gifted, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, but yeah, like so for Pterabo, he's 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 gotten deeper as a character. I think I I haven't read his uh, that Primark book that has come out I've with him. I haven't. Reading it, yeah. yeah I, I heard started it's reading good. it, 
It's it's pretty good. Um, but the biggest thing that I was noticed about him is that he's only a like his mantra is essentially: if you think I'm an asshole, I'm gonna be the biggest asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, that's literally how he like perceives himself. Is like how you perceive me is what how I will show it to you. Right. But I don't think he's always that way. Yeah, not necessarily. I'm like. Yeah, like I mean, there's always. I think there seems to be a bit of a. I I don't know if they've said it directly or not, but he, he seems also to be pretty pissed when he wasn't picked as War Master as well, because I'm pretty sure he always believed he was one of those ones that you know, hey, I'm the smart dude, I'm the tactician here, you know, I, I I'm all about the 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 math of war, right? Yeah, it's a big thing with the Iron Warriors. It's it's numbers. It's that is it's the thing. You know, I will throw ten thousand bodies at that wall until it falls because I know it needs to be ten thousand bodies. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. I don't care. I'm going to lose ten thousand guys, but it's acceptable. We'll we'll do it. Accept, uh, acceptable risk, yeah. And so, yeah. the most big newest thing I've been, yeah, with Perdrabo himself is that yeah, he, he's not about the glory. He's about the win. Oh yeah, I mean, he doesn't care how it gets done, right? He doesn't need to fly in on a golden fucking stormbird and you know do it all himself, looking like a hero. It's just like, nah, this is. We'll try to cross the battlefield. Just get in there, you know, wipe and, it, and his equipment states that because, like, his armor that he built for himself or whatever is like gives him like the tactical readouts of like the entire battlefield, the communications with like the ships up in space, and he gets mm-hmm. like all this information just to make proper assess decisions during the battle. His armor isn't super made for like fighting, yeah. So it's, it's almost like a mobile command tank, it's exactly. It's, I mean, that's almost what it feels like, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fitting too that he's got his little, his uh, sick little ride there too. The tormentor, the tormentor, yeah, yeah, yeah Which, tormentor, yeah. You know, his big command tank that his big suit somehow fits into, and yeah, rides around in that thing, just making you know, planning and sending guys out, not necessarily running from the you know from the front kind of thing. Yeah. I imagine he doesn't really get into that much unless he really has to, frankly. But. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that's why I'm probably never going to buy him. Yeah, fair enough. Because like, I don't think he wouldn't be the guy running through a wall breach. Yeah. That's why I've always had a hard time when I play him. How I'm just like uh, I don't I don't really feel like I never know what, what I should do with him, kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's like he's best, you know, getting into some combat and tying something down. But I'm just like, eh, I just want to kind of camp him out in the back line and do you know do nothing and watch, <laughs> drop <laughs> do, some pipe, yeah. do his uh, orbital bombardments and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it's not really what I ever do with him. Maybe I should. Maybe I'll do that uh, upcoming. We'll see. But um, <laughs> yeah, for sure though, he's definitely a. Sit back, make it work, plan it out, kind of thing, right? And you know, he once he's figured out the math, he knows it's going to work. There, there's no exactly. reason it shouldn't, right? He's he's run his trials, he's done his million simulations, probably at that point. He's probably running the simulations in his armor while he's fighting the battle. Yeah, like I mean, he's he's the biggest war gamer in uh in the hor- in 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 40k, in my opinion. I mean, oh yeah, totally. Which uh, maybe that's part of the reason why I think he's so cool. And he sits there playing war games. He's relatable. <laughs> he's like us. I mean, you know. Well, I mean, just as bitter and angry. Yeah, you know, bitter, angry little war gamers. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty much him, right? <laughs> so, so I wasn't bad to assume that my first meeting of you was close to your army. <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess it all makes sense, actually. No, no it's called coming back. Um, <laughs> this is getting too therapeutic. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any favorite units of the Iron Warriors? I know I have some. Yeah, for sure. I mean,. Well, actually, I, that's hard to say. As for actually having played with, frankly, I have—I don't even at this point have any Iron Warrior specific stuff other than Perdurabo. 
Because a lot of their stuff came out pretty late. They didn't really they, did. they didn't start rolling their kits out until I think late last year. Mm-hmm. Like that, like the Iron Circle, the uh, the friggin' uh, the Tyrant Siege. Yeah, like those guys took forever. I can't believe how long it took to get those models out. Yeah, um, I think it's because they were super easy to make on your own. I guess. What, I I don't know. I feel like they shot themselves in the foot because they took so long, and everyone has done them. And the only reason why I never, for some reason, I held out and was like, I guess more than once, I was like, I gotta go make those. I need these friggin' lots because they're, they're like a sweet unit. But I was just like, eh, maybe they'll get them soon. And, and I know they'll do them and they'll be really cool. And I'll look at mine and be like, ah, oh, damn it. Now I wanna go buy theirs too. And somehow <laughs> I have held on until now and never did them. And now they fi- now I'm finally getting some. But um, they, so, but as far as actual units I have played with and would say my favorite, uh, I mean, obviously Protorabo is quite fun to play with again he's probably died in every game i played i don't know if he's ever survived a battle with me which is he did survive against me just <laughs> he, not this uh, unit yeah it's true he might have been the last thing on the table standing with you yeah. but <laughs> he he duked it out with a uh, gilliman for, for for like four or five turns on a bridge yeah. it was beautiful yeah. so it was pretty epic that was that was good um i he's always fun to play with and he fits the role of my army which again is dropping pie plates on you and yeah. bombarding you because he he has his own bombardment right mm-hmm. so you know i usually will run him like i usually usually i end up checking him in with like a little terminator bodyguard and i i try and do stuff and it always fails because i also suck at deep striking i am the worst deep striker ever so you need, don't you have a damocles command right now i do i also use that to drop things oh. I, I that's a pretty late addition to my army i only got that uh run for that last event we did um, okay. So I, I never had one up until that point, which that does, yes, that helps a lot actually with uh, how I how I tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I I guess there's Iron Warrior, you know, more styled ways of like playing of units, you know, like the Medusa and the um, the uh, wow little gun turrets. I'm blanking on the name Trichos? right now. Uh, no batteries. Uh, batteries, yeah, the mm. um, quad mortars. There we go. Mm. You know stuff like that. Uh, I mean, those aren't Iron War specific, I guess technically. But th- when you think Iron Warriors, that's pretty much what you think of. Yeah. And yeah. so, like the Medusas are probably the favorite thing I have in my. I think my army. They've they've done pretty well in games. They've also died turn one in many games too, because um, people know to target them, obviously. Because they're but, Medusas. Yeah, like, but I they've they've also they put some work in, and they're fun. It's sweet to drop a friggin' five inch template on people that is AP two, strength ten, yeah. and watch stuff die unless they happen to watch make ten lookouts or rolls in a row kind of thing. But it's oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, whatever. But um, you know they they've been fun. The quads again, they're a bit of a newer addition to my army too. Newer as in you know last event, and I don't mm-hmm. do the phosphex because I think it's just a little cheesy and I don't like it. So I yeah. think it's to use the frag. Um, yeah, I like the frag and the shatter. Actually, I tried the splinter ones out. I think I'll try those out a little bit more. Which one? Is that? What do the splinters do? They... Strength ten, strength two, rending. Oh, last. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried those. Um, yeah, I usually just use frag. I, I think I bought the shatter shells, but I don't know if I've ever actually shot them out of the gun. <laughs> so <laughs> I pretty much just use the frag. And even even those units now, I'm looking at them. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know if I want to use these guys because it's so much work to drop freaking four templates per gun and then yeah. have to sit there counting all these guys and flipping the template around and it's like ah it's so much work do i don't want to bother <laughs> but um yeah. as far as actual units though that they have for iron warriors i mean um I, again i haven't obviously played with any of them but i currently have all of them now 
on the go, as as it were. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling my next army coming up is going to have all of the new all of the actual Iron Warrior units, and the Iron Havocs I think are actually one of my favorites. Really? Because they are beastly. I mean, BS five. Like they mm-hmm. ignore cover. Uh, are they yeah, tank cover? hunter? Yeah, they'll yeah tank hunter. And I think it's minus one cover. cover. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, the, but um, they're a solid unit. Like they are nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, especially hitting on twos, right? And you throw like a ten man rocket squad together, even with tank hunter. Oh. I mean, you're gonna mess some stuff up. Mm-hmm. Let alone like yeah, most things other than a Spartan is gonna be paced off the table. Yeah. And I was tempted to go the full on. Like, I, I have 10 on the go right now sitting on my table uh, mm-hmm. with the rocket launchers. Only because I happened to buy them online off some dude on Facebook. And he, mm-hmm. that's how he had them. I was like, eh, why not? That's handy. Um, I was tempted to go 10 man last cannon. Yeah. But that's so many points. It's that's so many points. Yeah. Because these guys, they're a bit pricey on the points, but I think they are worth it for what they can do. So I think I played them once in a game. Um, I don't even remember if I did anything with them. But <laughs> I. I have some uh, try them a bit of a different way. I think this time make them more of a focus. But they're a really solid unit. I mean, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I mean, and, and most people always run the Tyrant Terminators because I mean, Terminators shooting two crack missiles per guy, right? How can you mm-hmm. they go wrong with that? And I don't believe they have Tank Hunter. No, they have Split Fire and Wrecker. Mm-hmm. However, you can just put uh, like Protoraba with them and or get a Tank Hunter. Bigger. Breaker and give them t- um, yeah so you can very easily bump them up pretty pretty quick right so or you can I've seen some people that will even deep strike them in with Protoravo and then hey look here's ten you know twenty crack missiles in your butt shooting up all yeah, your vehicles yeah. right um, a little risky but hey that's an option yeah um, is there in in the books and stuff or even personal games do you have any like favorite stories that's happened with the Iron Warriors uh, as far as games go I mean. Honestly, the game that you and I had, that was, we created our own little narr- like, kind of little narrative duel in that game. Yeah, with Parada and Rebute. Yeah, know, where I, I think I think it was tier one. It was like, all right, I want to fight Gilliman. Let's just drive our shit right in, right up the middle, and just fucking go for it. And we did it. Like I drove my Spart. Like I mean, in no tactical sense, I just drove my Spartan straight forward. You drove your uh, little fancy Ultramarines Land Raider. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight up the middle, up the river. We we got out and both discharged each other with our bodyguards and hammered each other for like five yeah, just... turns, <laughs> punching each other in the face relentlessly. Mm-hmm. And no one died. <laughs> I think no. I would. I, I think because Gilliman does he get does he get wounds back? He like he ignores wounds or something like that. He gets He's... the first failed in var- or armor save of each phase. Yeah, and yeah. Then he keeps going higher and higher in weapon skill until. Oh yeah, he's just a monster to try to shut him down. And it was just, mm-hmm. but it was same for Dorava. I mean, three up and vulnerable save. I mean, it's pretty, pretty hefty. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. I, might he might be one of the toughest. Pri- to like, kill, yeah. Like he's just a little tank, right? Like he doesn't necessarily throw out a lot of damage, but he's also a pain in the ass to remove. Oh yeah. So, which works well. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of too many other kind of cool narratives like any such stories i've played out in any of my games that i've played i mean the narrative events that has been run here as a whole have been pretty cool i guess being a part of but mm-hmm. you know most of my games i lose terribly so it's not the greatest narrative uh, for them is there like anything in the books that you like remember was like really cool about your iron Warriors in general like mine was like probably it was in the it's not a 30k one but it was the 
the one where they're fighting the planet with all the genius seed and the imperial fists help the the people. Right, right, right. And with Hansu and stuff like that. Mm. As like Hansu like going into like a, a having a demon like possess him, he's just like running through like battle lines, just wrecking people. <laughs> the yeah, that whole Grand McNeil Iron Warrior. Uh, I guess it's the one book, but he also has a bunch of short stories. Mm-hmm. Right? Are that's a fucking that's a wicked collection and those are pretty old too like those are They're pretty old now, yeah. thousands i think yeah. and i i only read those last year i think or if not mm-hmm. this uh, i got the i got the omnibus finally oh, uh, nice. and blew through it and it was it was awesome like even for something a little bit older it, it held up just as well because i mean it's grand oh, totally. right i mean he's pretty freaking solid um mm-hmm. yeah for sure those are like that those, that whole series there it was amazing um as far as like this kind of subject that stood out i mean other than watching perturabo beat in uh uh fulgrim's face on the table which was great um i think that scene in uh, angel exterminatus when they first roll up to that plant the you know the dead eldar planet or whatever it was kind of a ghost planet of theirs yeah. and they they roll up you've read the book haven't you that one yeah, uh, yeah, I'm it reading it. Oh, reading it. Oh well, I, this is pretty early in the book, so it shouldn't be a spoiler. Um, <laughs> uh, when they kind of when they first get down to that planet and like instantly are setting up this wicked like siege battle line, like all of their rhinos like roll up, they like unfold into battlements essentially. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. Like they just set up this like it was just such a cool visual of them just like you know dropping down instantly. Like you've got his uh, his labyrinth base just suddenly constructing itself. You know, stuff like that was such a cool, such a cool image. Like that was, it was really, really good. Um, there's also a great, I don't know if it was a short story. It may have been. It's the one where the Imperial Fists try to, I don't know if they boarded uh, Puerto Rabo's flagship with some Terminators trying to, I don't know they thought oh, they were yeah, yeah. possibly assassinating him and some, you know, dilute, you know, insane, insane, insane idea, but. You know, they, they boarded, I think they boarded his flagship as it was kind of like a whatever fleet was kind of left behind, I think, as the rest of them were falling back to Terra at that point. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, this must have been, uh, full, Fell, Battle of Fell, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, that was a pretty, just overall cool scene where they, you know, the ter- all these, you know, Imperial Fist Terminators are like smashing through the hallways trying to get to Protorabo and they finally get to him, right? And Protorabo just rips through them like they're fucking nothing, just destroys them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a really cool scene. Any boarding action stuff is always awesome, and especially with Imperial Fist and Iron Warriors is super like, bloody and angry. Really cool, yeah. As you know, there's small little tidbits, like cool things for Protorabo. Like you know, one of his. I remember one. Like, I think it might also be an Angel Exterminatus, where one of his warsmiths fucks something up, you know, and he's like, oh, I gotta go tell him shit. So he goes up, you know, he has to. He tells Protorabo, you know, oh, yeah, fuck this thing up, and just without even thinking, Protorabo just smashes him across the bridge, you know, big epic backhand. And I yeah, believe yeah. that puts him into a dreadnought at that point. He gets <laughs> shoved him into a dreadnought because he was so fucked up from that. Which yeah. was, it was cool. That's pretty funny. But um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of I don't know. A few little things that stand out. I haven't read anything on uh, Iron Warriors for a little while, so I'm feeling kind of hazy on them. And I de- like mm-hmm. I said, I kind of get a, I gotta get a for that primary book read, but I have been really, really slow in reading lately. So it's hard to find time. Yeah, it's uh, I go through I go through, I tend to go through phases where I'll read a lot, but currently I've been on a total downtrend, and I have not I've just barely been touching stuff. Meanwhile, my 
Black Library books are just stacking up on my bookshelf. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> stop, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> I think I I haven't even caught up on 30k recently. I still have the the latest Thousand Suns one uh, sitting there, mm. and I got another one coming out next month, I think. So, cool. Too much stuff, but one day I'll get there. Well, thank you, Eric, for being on the show and telling us about your army and the new army I'm joining in this crusade with you and telling you a little bit about yourself. Uh, we could probably hear more about this guy from events we'll be running. He'll probably be showing up to the majority of them. Pretty much. I think so. Uh, we're trying to convince him to come to Vegas with us, too. Yeah, probably not. But one day. <laughs> one day. One day, yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything you'd like to say before you go there, bud? Um, uh, yeah, I guess I can just throw you in on what I kind of have coming for coming for the Iron Warriors, which is some of the last stuff I think I plan to add to them for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, kind of inspired by you, and also I—I I mean, I planned to for a while, but after I heard you got the Iron Circle, I was like, oh man, those, I really want to run some of those. So I've got three of those on the way, and we also have the Iron Havocs and some of the uh, Tyrant Terminators. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after that, I don't really know what I want to add to the army because I have I have quite a bit at that point and quite a few ways to play them, which is kind of what I wanted. I, did, I didn't want to get stuck with you know Siege and that's it. Yeah, so, I'm I mean, thinking about ordering some of the the 40k box dreads of them. Oh, really? And doing like a a, 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 a talon of just the regular box dreads. Oh, like a dreadnought talon kind of thing. Yeah, I just seeing what I could do with that. That'd be intriguing. Let's try it out because you don't really see that very often. Like maybe doing yeah. like um, all with like the inferno cannons. Ooh, that could be kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah, that would that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like I, I mean, once I have those uh, done up, I don't know if there'll be much more I add to them. Uh, I, I need a super heavy because the only option I have for Lord of War is uh, Perturabo, right? And I would like to have something else. Although I kind of just want to get the Tormentor, so I can run. Really? Because <laughs> I think that would be. I you don't. I I, I never. Well, I'm the only Iron Warrior player here, but uh, I I don't say I have never really seen anybody use one. But I think it'd be really? pretty sweet to have him with his big ass ride. You know, a thousand point investment with the two of them. Yeah, uh, essentially. <laughs> but so is so is him in the Iron Circle, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just another way to use him. And it, I don't know. It would give me a super heavy, and it'd be cool because it's like his super heavy. It's his tank. Yeah, I've been trying to think of what super heavy to take for them, and I can't. I mean, there's the Typhon, which is the very stereotypical again, right? And yeah, but I that's, consider but that. Remember, got a rumor from my army is all about breaking you. through the siege. I thought about taking a Warhound. We're gonna be pretty cool. That would how would you do it up as like a like a like one of their kind of I guess legions that would follow them around. I don't know. Actually, I don't. I can't think of any. Yeah, that name, I but think so. That would probably be the best. It'd be nice to do a very different color, so it's not. Mm. It would stand. It'd be a nice complementary, but you could throw on a bunch of hazard stripes onto it, kind of thing. Like yeah, as kind of badges of service in a way, kind of thing. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. So, yeah, I guess I, I don't know what else you could, for Super Heavy, for you, that would fit here. Assaulting, I mean, a Mastodon. That would be, that would kind of make sense. Yeah, I could do a Mastodon. I mean, I've seen some in Iron Warriors, and they look pretty, they're pretty sweet. They have that industrial, again, big, big solid block of death. <laughs> industrial yeah. To them, which is cool. Um, which would be, that, would, that could be fun. I mean, that kind of makes sense for your army, right? It'd be the, you know, the walls break down. This thing just friggin' plows through the hole that's left and disgorges its troops, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. pretty cool. And it's a pretty sweet model in itself. Yeah, that's true. 
it's it's a pretty it's a pretty sweet kit. But as far as other super heavies go, I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. would uh, would fit for what you want to do. I mean, otherwise, I mean, all you really got is tanks, which yeah aren't really playing into what you want. No, that's what I was thinking of Warhound. But yeah, I do like the Warhound. Yeah, Mastodon, Ma- Warhound or Mastodon. I think I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do for both. <laughs> <laughs> Why stop at one? <laughs> you could use the Warhound for other armies too. Right? That's true. Well, that's the other thing I was thinking about the Warhound, but mm, yeah, so that kind of works. But yeah, like, mm. and once I once I get those, I'm probably gonna start working on my next Legion. I think is the plan. Dun, dun, dun. But she'll be uh, some Blood Angels, I think. But yeah, uh, going to the uh, loyalist side. I feel kind of like most guys. I think around here, it's just like I, I, I don't want to just get stuck on one side. So it would be cool to have a loyalist team as well. And at the time when I first was getting into Blood Angels, nobody else had them, and now suddenly there's like three people working three. on them. So I'm like, oh, which is super annoying. Yeah, that <laughs> I already built thirty assault marines. Shit. You uh, could always just sell them to them and buy something. Uh, well, that's, the thing is, though, there's no other real, there's no real loyalists that I would. I don't think I'd want to do. That haven't already been done as well, to some extent. Um, they may be Imperial Fist again, but the idea of painting yellow is also painful to me. So, yeah, but you have an airbrush now, so that would that could help things for for sure. But I don't know. The idea of Blood Angels, I thought, would be pretty fun as it's a very different style to playing Iron Warriors. Whereas mm-hmm. if I go Imperial Fist, I'm probably going to end up with a pretty similar defensive sitting kind of army. And yeah. I don't know if I would be like, oh, well, this is boring to play because I'm doing the exact same thing I've been doing for, like, three years. Whereas if I do Blood Angels, it's like, okay, this is completely different to how I play. Like, I have to be in your face and drop it from the skies or whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. And maybe, uh, again, for painting-wise, I think it'd be fun as as a fun project to do, for sure, so... That's what I'm looking at. It could change again, though. Who knows? It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. My hobby just, has been pretty bad, so. I just sent you a picture of what I would probably do if I was going to do like a regular Dreadnought Talon. Those it, pictures yeah. of, Can you still get yeah. that? Is that the actual Iron Warriors? Board? Yeah, I don't think you can get it anymore. I think they stopped all their box threads. Which sucks. Which but I'll figure it out. weird, but I mean, I, Iron Warriors, right? I mean, they shouldn't be fancy. You just no. get some regular ones. You, all you need is some hazard stripes. And this one's all that's chaos-y true. anyway, so it'd be an ugly chaos star. Boo. That's true. Boo that dreadnought. So, Boo that dreadnought. Yeah, you could easily do do up some boxies, which would be kind of cool. Or even some, um, the Mortis, not not Mortis, uh, what are they all, like the broken ones? Cordis the, Tempters? Cordis, yeah, yeah. The which, crazy ones. I think that would fit really well for Iron Warriors. This is like patched up, again, shitty containers. Mm-hmm. Model-wise, I don't know, you'd, you'd have to do some work, I think, to make them stand out as different. Oh yeah, in a cool way. I'd probably just get the normal-looking contemptors and beat them up a bit because I have the, the like the Iron Warrior specific ones as my normal ones. Yeah, yeah. Just go like you know, get some of the cla- get some of the, the basics. Go go ham with your Dremel, and mm-hmm. <laughs> start drilling holes and putting wires in them or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like there things that have fallen apart. I think it'd be pretty sick to do something like that. That'd be sick. Cool. Sure. But yeah, well, that's that's kind of my my upcoming stuff. Other than you know, 40k is another distraction, but I won't <laughs> I won't go into it. Stop distracting yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, have yourself a great evening there, sir. And thank you for coming on the Bot G Boys of the Golden Throne. Um, yeah, enjoy yourself. Uh, thanks for coming on again, and hope to see some more Iron Warriors playing. 
Yeah, man. Look forward to it. And uh, if I don't see you soon, I will definitely see you at Kippers with my Iron Warriors yet again. What? Hopefully, if I get my stuff done, I will have a very different army than just my the same army I've been playing for three years. Are you telling me I need to get my Iron Circle painted too so you can run five? Oh, don't tempt me. That is so tempting. You got to tell me earlier so I can get them painted. We'll see. I, I did already build up a 3,000-point list with three of them in it, so you might not have to. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> don't wanna, I don't want to jinx my, my best my a chance of getting best painted again if I only do – if I have to borrow somebody else's. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, uh, awesome. yeah, we'll see. But um, we'll see what I can get done between now and – we have about a month until that event almost. Yeah, I still have to paint all my white cars. <laughs> <laughs> You're almost done, though. I think you, you should be fine. I hope. I'm maybe. getting there. At the very I'm least, I have my a fallback of already painted Iron Warriors, so I, I've got that. So I'm not I'm not really in a bad spot, which is kind of nice to be in. Yeah, it's, it is a nice. Not like I am. I got like less than a month, and I'm scurrying around, sweating bullets, trying to paint white and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would be I would be a little more worried if I was in your spots. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. Don't blame you. <laughs> okay. Have yourself a good night, bud. Yeah, man. You too.